Hello, I'm Guillermina Gonzalez, Executive Director of the Delaware Arts Alliance, your host for today. And with me, we have a couple of fantastic filmmakers here in Wilmington, Gordon Del Giorno and Michelangelo Rodriguez. Hello, how are you guys? Thank you for your time today. Thank you. Hello. And once again, news from the two of you. It seems like there's always something coming up and uh, it is fantastic. Today we're going to talk about uh, an upcoming film from, uh, I understand, Michelangelo Rodriguez. The name's Slavery's Children. That's correct. And we're just, uh, I mean, we were promoting and, and sharing the ideas of uh, the Wilmingtonian, so we're still talking about that. Next thing I know, Michelangelo, you're coming up with these Slavery's Children, so you got to tell us about what is that all about? Well, Where did the idea come from? It seems that Gordon wants to go first. No, I don't, but he said his voice is hurting. Yeah. So, you know, I I always will. I'd love to hog the attention if I can. Yeah. So go ahead, Mike. Uh, slavery's Children. <clears throat> well, as you know, I used to be a university professor, so there's another side to me, which uh, I like to call intellectual. And then there's okay. the writer side. So I've, uh, I've been thinking lately about the causes of violence, uh-huh. what what causes people to kill other people. And um, I was wondering if it was genetic or it was coming down from people who had been abused in the past. Uh-huh. And this was sort of a, sort of a, something that had been passed down through generation to generation. So you think uh, slavery's children is uh, your reflection on violence? Well, it's it's not my reflection. We have actually interviewed three or four people. Okay. And Gordon will tell you about who they are. They're very interesting people. And how their lives have been affected by being a slave. Mm-hmm. Slave, we just use that in a general term. Okay, not yeah. necessarily the concept of slavery that is pervasive, but... Uh, yeah, so, you know, if you think of slavery and it's, you know, when people think of slavery, they might think of the slaves coming over from, like, say, Africa or something like right. that, and that sort of Civil War type slavery. Mm-hmm. But what we found and what we we're doing with this is interviewing people that have different types of slavery, and okay. I'll give you some examples. One would be... A there's a woman that in Maryland that had uh, her great great grandfather had slaves, mm-hmm. and they call it the white fairy tale. Where as they were growing up, were told that no, no, he he set them free, and they were he was good to them, and they took mm-hmm. their names and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Well, when they still have the property, so we went in and we're talking to them about how she went back in mm-hmm. and saw a document where her her great great grandfather had sued the state of Maryland for property mm-hmm. in quotes, oh, and that okay. property were these people, mm-hmm. and he wanted to be paid for them, mm-hmm. and so she saw that this all it was all big lie when she was fed and her family was fed for many years that. And these people now had names because he had put names and ages and, you know, what health they were in at the time. Mm -hmm. So now we're uncovering sort of this, but they have a name now and she's trying to track their ancestors and there are people that may be still alive right now. So as almost an apology to say, you know, we're sorry. 
So mm-hmm. it, was, it was pretty intense interview. And then there's another one who's a transgender. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're interviewing who, in in this person's mind, they were slaves because they just didn't know if they were human at one point because of mm. this odd thing. Another mm-hmm. one was a African-American uh, homosexual who was abused at work mm-hmm. and sued and then found out that his... Uh, I don't want to give away the movie, but found out that this person was, uh, nephew was killed and, and molested by a black man. So she, she had this hatred. Mm-hmm. And then he understood. So he wasn't as angry with the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And, and then the, the one that's really disturbing but very powerful is a woman who her, her mother pimped her and her, 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 her sister out at eight, nine years old. It's to be oh prostitutes. Goodness. Okay. And so, you know, very intense stuff. Mm-hmm. But what's amazing is the way they've all survived and, and done. So mm-hmm. when we talk about the, the violence part and how people react, we're mm-hmm. trying to figure out if it's genetic. So there's more to the story, but we're just getting these four stories as the, as the base of what we're going to do. What a powerful testament. Uh, now I get it when you meant slavery is more a mental state of mind uh, more than the real concept. Well, the concept that typically comes to mind when talking about slavery. Mm-hmm. So, a- Michelangelo, what what uh, made you uh, think about something like this? Uh, well, I use a general term, echoes of trauma. Okay. I've been sent some very interesting articles from folks around the world. And one of the quotes they sent me is that children of people mm-hmm. who experienced early life stress are more likely to develop behavioral and psychiatric problems despite mm-hmm. not having been exposed to childhood stress themselves. So they're even saying that this is uh, transmitted through, uh, through uh, sexual relations between folks this mm-hmm. and this this uh these conditions mm-hmm. so we're, we're making this documentary it's um not just talking heads it's a, i like to see it as a robust documentary it's going to be a little different mm-hmm. of course it's here in delaware and um i think we're going to be breaking new ground with it yeah, and I think it's going to be shown the triumphs to these people. So it's not just this real disturbing thing like, right. whoa, you know. It's showing how they've survived and, and actually prospered in their life. So I think that's sort of the payoff where people feel like, oh, I don't want to come see that. It's going to be too hard for me to watch. Well, it is until you see the outcomes of what it, these people have there done. There you go. It's about the celebration of what they've done afterwards. Right. And, and a testament of a powerful story of somebody that overcame that kind of situation to demonstrate that in spite of difficulties, as far as I'm listening to you guys, um, they succeeded. Right. So uh, it sounds to me uh, that you're thinking about continuing uh, the, the documentary to incorporate more stories that might reflect this kind of um, slavery state of mind, correct? Is, mm-hmm. is that yeah? It? We're gonna we're gonna base it around these four, but we're bringing in professional um, uh, psychiatrists and things like that to g- kind of give sort of another insight to you know what the human mind goes through mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that would be interesting to give it some validity to that we're just not telling a bunch of stories for the entertainment right. value of it. There's right. there's a lot to this. 
And, uh, you know, Michael has a stream of thought as a as a creative guy. And uh-huh. and I'm the producer that sort of says, no, Michael, we can't have Joe Biden <laughs> parachute from that. a helicopter. It's just not going to work. I, here's <laughs> that, what I can work with. <laughs> there you go. That's a good point. And, and you know what? For those who are not like me, that familiar with the filming industry in terms of who's directing, who's producing, how does relationship works? Tell us about uh, that kind of experience one is a creative mm-hmm. mind, in this case, the director, and the other one is a producer that yeah. says, this is it. Well, a, l- a lot of cheap Puerto Rican rum that he provides is what <laughs> keeps us together. No, really? No, really? no, really? no. We're just, uh, no. Um, you Actually, know, the way, the way it works is that um, uh, I usually get uh, uh, inspiration like late at night and we'll talk. Uh-huh. Around 9, 9 a.m., I'll say, hey, we should start the film this way. And he says, well, that's a great idea. And then we can do this and we can do this. Uh-huh. So um, he is, um, in my experience with other people, they've always shut you down. Mm-hmm. I know women understand this, where they're shut down when they want to express themselves creatively. Mm-hmm. And myself, too, you get shut down. But with Gordon, he's very... He says, well, this is an interesting <laughs> idea. Let's work with it. He doesn't shut you down. Well, that, that's important. So the, the, the role of a producer is um, supporting and maybe nurturing the director's creative mind. Is that what Oh, it yeah. Is? I mean, and others. I mean, I always say that I'm everybody's friend and anybody, everybody's enemy at the same time. I'm the bearer of bad news, mm-hmm. but I'm also... I try to get the people that are specialized in certain strengths and put them together. It's like a project manager at a company. Or, well, there you go. That's, you know, that's okay. how you could relate to it. And people always ask what producers do. Well, uh-huh. we do a lot lot more than people would give credit for. We think They think, oh, you make all the money. Well, trust me, I don't make all the money. <laughs> or I wouldn't be you know, here. You know. But no, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really a great collaborative effort that we've done with the woman, Tony, and stuff. And... And Michael Angelo is, uh, you know, he's given me the leeway to really w- dig into some new projects, which right. I'm interested. And documentaries are our film brothers' uh, specialty. That's what we do. We get into the right. emotional that's, needs. That's your thing. And we right. need to talk about the project that you guys are thinking as well. But let me re-engage with the audience to let them uh, know that you're listening into News Radio 1450 WILM. And 1410 WDOV, as I said, for the Delaware State of the Arts radio show. Our guests today are uh, Gordon Del Giorno and Michelangelo Rodriguez sharing their new short film, Slavery's Children. And I have to say, Michelangelo, that I'm doing in emphasis in the in the Italian aspect of Michelangelo. <laughs> so I probably should have said Mike or something, but I think it gives it sounds great. A, sound a, a, an international connotation to yeah, it. Yeah, sounds great. In any event, uh, let's go back to um, uh, well, bring us up to speed, if you will. I, I now wanna... that I have you here, both of you here that were related to uh, the Wilmingtonians, bring us up to speed. How is that moving along? 
Um, what news do you have on that? Because I believe you're still working on it. Could you please share uh, where you are? Yeah, I can I can talk to you a little bit about right now. The Film Brothers Festival of Shorts is coming up on, on February 21st, which has okay. been super popular. And a lot of times I, I, I let others piggyback on with us mm -hmm. and we collaborate. And so Michael at five o'clock is showing the Womantonians as a whole, as a an hour long We put one and two together and made oh, it see. a feature length. Okay. Now there's talk that we're going to even add another half hour to it and make it a full, and then you know really cut off certain things that just didn't work. It was a real, real project, mm -hmm. sort of mm -hmm. a, a test, and and Michael was getting his feet wet with things there. A lot of wonderful moments in the film, but then a lot of stuff that we really need to mm -hmm. cut out. Mm -hmm. So that's where we are with that. So that's on the 21st of February at five o'clock at the Delaware Art Museum, mm -hmm. and tickets are ten bucks. And come see you if you. It's it's called Last Chance. Will the woman tell his last chance to be somebody right um and uh it's the last chance for people to see it right, you know probably right. at least in this before form we before we add the other and everything minutes so you could see it evolve as it goes mm -hmm. on to it from a viewer standpoint because this is it's going to keep going so what's been the reception michelangelo well, regarding... full house both times oh there you go well yeah, that's, that's, that's good news good. and um i'm going to submit it to various film festivals and see get some legs under it you know get invited to the film festivals and next year i'd like to go to sundance but i wanted to answer the question that you asked me before about okay about um slavery's children why i came up with that idea well this is uh we're like uh 600 years after shakespeare mm -hmm. who wrote all this great literature chaucer and just the human condition is that people are just killing each other at such a rate that it's just mind-boggling that that they do it. And you, mm -hmm. I ask myself, well, why are they doing it? We have all these great, great things that have happened, mm -hmm. you know, and I thought, well, maybe it's a condition that comes down for people who have been been abused and, and uh, assaulted and it just goes through their own families. And I did some research, some research and it, it's true. Mm-hmm. It does. It is genetic, or can be transferred. So we're going to examine that. Mm -hmm. Just think about that. Why do we have so much killing going on? Kids right. killing kids, and you know, I'm a somewhat of a pacifist, even though I'm a Vietnam vet and I was in the military four years. Mm -hmm. But um, I just can't uh, understand why people do that. Right. We're the greatest. Well, we're not the greatest nation in the world. We have plenty of food. We have resources mm -hmm. people work with each other mm -hmm. we have great communities it's just something i don't understand and so we did slavery's children to find out maybe this is one of the causes right We're not referring to african-american slavery was just referring to people who who feel enslaved right or for example in my my family uh, we had lots and lots of violence you know i have a brother who who was became addicted to heroin and And so you kind of mm -hmm. wonder about that, you know? Mm -hmm. No, I, the point well taken. But uh, as uh, Gordon mentioned, it's not about color of skin, but That's situations. Right. Um, I'm not so sure that I agree on the concept of uh, genetics associated yeah. to it. It's an interesting point. But the research has demonstrated that it's nothing to do with color of the skin, but conditions, where they're coming right. from. 
Nevertheless, point well taken in the sense that uh, it's something uh, we have to talk about, particularly when it comes to Wilmington. We all mm. know the situation is difficult, mm -hmm. uh, has to be addressed from different points of view to generate uh, some kind of dialogue that probably is not happening. And, mm. and mm, it looks like you guys are mm. uh, bringing that to fruition, making people think and, and mm. talk about it, uh, and, in, and including not only those who have a different color of skin, but also who have uh, different kind of conditions, like the transgender story that you are sharing, uh, the... Uh, the gay individual that was interviewed, those individuals that need respect and be presented from a different point of view. And right? I think, I, I think yes, and I think that the, the, another thing to add about this is that there may be a people that have a predisposition mm -hmm. that, you know, they inside genetically somewhat that could be triggered. Maybe, and, and I think that's the, the, the missing link here that we don't know about is mm -hmm. that, okay, why does somebody snap like that? Or why does somebody, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, you can't blame it all on the outside stuff. I mean, maybe, and that's really hard for us to really understand because it's probably a little bit of both. And then you say, okay, somebody has a predisposition to violence or something. And if they're not nurtured along, then boy, it could be an explosive mm -hmm. situation. Mm -hmm. So I, th I think what we're finding is there is a little bit of both from the research that we've been doing. And, and you know, we get the psych psychiatrist or psychologist mm -hmm. into mm -hmm. it and they'll sort of touch on that, I think. I mean, mm -hmm. the people we're interviewing basically are going to tell you about what really, really brutal conditions mm -hmm. they had, whether mm -hmm. it be physical or in their mind or emotionally mentally so it, it should be a super interesting piece and it's mm -hmm. really going to be a beautiful piece when you see what these people have done with their lives yeah i, I bet and this is this is what is probably the most important thing that in spite of the fact of having difficulties at the end of the day i mean a fine example of that that comes to mind right now is oprah winfrey mm -hmm. i mean if you came from from she did have a very hard time when she was a young girl. Mm. Nevertheless, now she owns an empire that mm. everybody is respecting. She's African-American. She's outspoken. Mm. And she supports the causes that she believes in. Mm. That's overcoming something mm -hmm. yeah. that's got to be celebrated. And yeah. just that's a celebrity. But there's also some other examples that the ones that you guys are presenting mm -hmm. that are worth mentioning so people relate to that kind of beautiful stories and and i uh, commend you guys for bringing this kind of uh, dialogue to wilmington that is very much needed mm -hmm. yeah. so if uh, go ahead maybe the answer is yes. people meeting in groups throughout the city you know and talking mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. their past and uh, coming to terms with it and uh, mm -hmm. doing some sort of a therapy to, to to deal with their anxieties and their frustrations Yes, we all need that. And the, what kind of, uh, you were a teacher before, uh, a professor at the university, I understand. Tell us a little bit about that, Michelangelo, so people relate to that as well. Well, uh, I graduated from uh, high school in the Bronx, and then I went to the military. Mm -hmm. And then I, uh, when I got out of the military, I uh, landed in Ohio and got a BA in literature. And then I moved on to, uh, I got a scholarship to get my uh, master's degree with Joyce Carol Oates, the author. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
Then I started teaching in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. I was teaching uh, English. So uh, I'm fascinated by the Latino culture, actually. Mm-hmm. I was in Ma- Madrid mm-hmm. this summer looking for Pedro Almodovar, the <laughs> producer. So there Pedro, you if you're out there, I'm still looking for He you. was stalking. <laughs> lo- you never know. You never know. I love the way he makes his movies, and they're so... Well, to so that the, extent, you're making me think mujeres al, al borde de un ataque de I nervios. Know, right? um, you gotta help me translating that because I don't know if that was if that actually came to the U.S. But we'll we'll have to talk about that later yeah. on. For the time being, we don't have much time left. Please share uh, slavery's children uh, news. When is that going to happen? How can they get the tickets and all the details? Well, we have two websites. We have thewilmingtonians.com That's for the upcoming film on February 21st. And for uh, current news on Slavery's Children, it's www.slaveryschildren.com There you uh, go. And that is uh, happening at some time soon? In the, in the, uh, in the fall. Yeah, it'll be in the fall, probably at my my festival shorts, my eighth annual film brother. And when is that going to happen? We're not sure yet. It probably it's usually sometime in October, and but we're just getting the February date. Then we'll talk to the museum again, and we'll probably have two or three days there. And Uh, you have to promise that you're going to come to tell us the the news of uh, what is going to be presented. Oh, of course, of course, and and actually, the slavery's children will be done probably in the next forty five days. Oh, there you so go. So we're, you know, there'll be some sort of press releases and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. stay tuned. Gordon Del Giorno, Michelangelo Rodriguez, always good news. The Wilmingtonian seems to be a successful story. But slavery's children, when slavery is a state of mind, I would say, promises to be the thing for 2015, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So with the few seconds we have left, we only have to thank you again for having these fantastic minds and bringing the kind of conversation that is very much needed in uh, Wilmington. So stay tuned. Slavery's children coming up very soon. Thank you very much to both for having the time. Thank you.